The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to the panel discussion. As always, I am one of your three hosts who always gets caught up introducing us. I am Greg Knowlton, as always, and joined by, I said I was always three times now. You did. You're really nervous. Shut nervous. up. Nervous. This is your You should know. Yeah. yeah. Shut up. I got to teach you everything. Yeah. You're the worst podcast wife ever. Jeez. <laughs> mm. Trouble in <laughs> I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. I've been is drinking. that why Mike is on the show I've now? Been, I've been drinking. <laughs> Yeah, is that uh, a fucking buffer? I have, I have, no, you're his mistress. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just here to buff <laughs> things up. The sexual tension between you two is just uncanny. I'm sorry. I was out of line. I had four sips of Labatt Blue Light. All right, it got to me. Clearly. I smelled it, and I was done. Anyway, as always, I'm joined by the peanut gallery in my podcast wife. You're getting introduced that way now. Your podcast husband. No, you're also a wife. Is that how this works? Yep. It's getting awkward really quick. Okay, everybody, I'm Matt Johnson. I'm the part-time guy, uh, the full-time part-time co-host of the panel discussion. Happy to be back with you. And, of course, our uh, third compatriot. Yeah. He's making his debut tonight in the podcast, Precinct. Dude, I'm finally here. It's sweet, and it totally smells of man stink. <laughs> there is not a woman coming in here, man. I tell you what. Never. Good God, what a locker room is, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, this place is sweet. Uh, excellent job on this, Matt. I'm glad Thank that uh, we no longer live in a pandemic and the coronavirus was all made up and we could actually do this in person. Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah, coronavirus is canceled. Hashtag, but unless, yep. unless you're a fucking gym or... Oh, my God. Or if you're uh, a therapist, then... Or you have a store in a mall. Yeah. Okay, there you go. I mean, I'm fine with shopping malls staying closed. I was, uh, I was just at... I a, need Niagara Emporium back open. <laughs> Same, man. <laughs> uh, I, I was just at Target. Fucking yep. packed. Fucking packed. Oh, yeah. You're going to tell me I can't go to a gym and lift weights? Like, fuck you. Come on, oh, man. Yeah, dude. There's uh, literally co- cleaning supplies readily available. All right? So what? You got to have somebody watching. Just in case, and usually, for the most part, I'm not going to say everybody, but for, for the most part, I think lots of people like to clean up after themselves. Yeah. The sweat. Yeah. I mean, there are some nasty, nasty fuckers that just leave a pile of sweat on the bench, but you know what? Or shit on the toilet or on the floor. No, on the toilet. It's more or in the urinal. In yeah. the urinal. That's oh. an interesting one. That's, who a, to, that's a... Who has time for that? That is, I don't know. How do you not get caught? <laughs> well, I think it's a speed thing. You go in really quick and just... Fires out quick. It's just a hot snake, and then you're yeah. done. Like I, I don't think I have. This to is why I would never ever work at a gym. Mm-mm. I can never work at a gym because if the minute I walk into a bathroom to clean it, and there's doo doo in the urinal, I'm it. That's it. That's it. No. And plus, you get these older gentlemen, like 70s, 80s. They're walking around. I mean, no pants on. They're going I'm one to the of those sauna. Guys, so I can't. They got say this, this giant. Yeah. They all have these like giant Chewbacca bushes, and they're just walking around. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. I can never do it. Yeah, I, man. I, I can never. It's a power move. That's how they keep you from getting near their locker. Dude, I, I guess. Yeah, there I, is this. I think he's dead now, or he's in a nursing home or something. But there is one guy. Like I would show up, drop stuff off. He's there naked, dusting his balls. I'd go work out for like an hour, fifteen minutes. Go back downstairs, uh, grab my shit, and he's still down there, just just lacing up his shoes. Because it's just everyone coming in. It's just, ah, there is old so and so. How the hell are you doing? <laughs> Ah, I'm just dusting the old One sack. sack and just hanging. Yeah. 
I really derailed this episode. I'm sorry. No, oh, that's okay. okay. I think it started with your your. Uh, this is week two of you flubbing the hot opener, dude. I, I guess what's going I'm, on? I guess I'm gonna have to take over the reins again of bringing I'm this just, into the show. You know what? I just I'm just so excited to see your face, Micah. That I. That's awesome. That's yeah. great. That's but great. I feel like we need Cop like, out. we need like a, yeah <laughs> we need like a net for you a safety net like a like a net just falls from the ceiling when you fuck up those openers and then <laughs> but you know you're in timeout. Tiny net. Uh, <laughs> but we do have loads to talk about today. I'm very excited loads. to talk uh, comic books. We got a lot of news, but before we get into that, got to name drop our sponsor, of course, Fat Man's Pizza. Pizza located at 27. They're going to be lightly sponsoring our dudes night. Yeah. We're going to get lots of food from them. Oh, man. Uh, Fat Man is located at 2712 Niagara Falls Boulevard in Tanawindi, New York. Uh, great pizza. I I think over the last two weeks I've had their pizza like four times. <laughs> I had guests come here, and I was just like, oh, I'll buy some food. Uh, so, yeah, I did that. Wow. You are turning into Papa John. <laughs> like, have you seen him lately? <gasps> the whole, like, Papa John just pouring sweat in that interview, like... The day of reckoning. <laughs> I've eaten thirty-six oh, Papa yeah. John's pizzas in one month. <laughs> I had Papa John's this weekend because it was the only place with a bar open. I was down, downtown of the Falls, and there's a Papa John's took over Legends Bar and Grill. Oh man! And uh, but it's connected with a bar, and they had a bar, a patio. I was like, we need food. Let's go get Papa John's Jeez. pizza and go drink like cheap beers. And Did was- you? Did you partake in the garlic dipping butter? It was nice. It's very good. That garlic dipping butter made that man what he is today. (laughs) Large. In more ways than one. A weird, extremely rich racist. (laughs) Let's backtrack a second here. Sorry. Uh, No, you're fine. It was a nice segue. Uh, But please go support our good friend Jeff at Fat Man's. Uh, They're open Tuesday through Sunday. Tuesday through Friday, they're open 11 a.m. Till uh, nine o'clock p.m. and then uh, Saturday, Sunday they're open four to nine. So please go check them out. Give them a call seven one six six nine three seven four seven seven for pickup delivery. Uh, yeah, that sort of thing. Uh, check them out Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter or uh, FatmanPizzaWNY.com. So uh, yeah, Not tell hungry. them uh, tell them Tom from the cabin sent you. <laughs> He will not know. He will be blindsided by that. Uh, <laughs> okay, so news. The news. Let's hop into the news. Hey, Micah's got. I, this is. The, it's been a long time since I've seen this. All right. He's got the handy dandy blue, blue clues notebook. Okay. Going on here. This notebook is usually loaded with like notes and subnotes and stuff like that. All I have now are just a list of names, and I know. <laughs> I know exactly what to say about him. One, I crossed off because I don't want to talk about anything depressing. But I'll start with something depressing. We lost yeah. the great Joel Schumacher. Yes. Who's famous for putting nipples on a bat suit and also giving us the greatest vampire movie of all time. I'm talking about The Lost Boys. Yeah, so. This was tough. It was, that was, there was a bunch. It was like. Because yesterday, we're going to talk about the other slice of Batman-esque news. Yeah. But this was like the like negative start, one right after that. I'd like that. to start no. with this. No, I, I agree. Get it out of here. Yeah. Get it out of the way. No, it's uh, yeah, it's always a tough loss. It, yeah. There's some, you know, with people with Hollywood, there's always somebody, it seems, like every couple weeks. That, especially sorry, right it, now. Especially right now. Uh, but somebody important yeah, to like, your childhood I, upbringing, just uh, visionary from... Uh, that really, yeah, defined your early early life, early adulthood, teenager, whatever. 
Now I know this was a tough one. I know Batman Forever gets a lot of gets a lot of flack for being like one of the the worst Batman. But it's movies still ever good. Made. It is. It took it. It just it took a turn. It was a different movie. Yeah. It was more of like watching a comic book. Everything from the Riddler's outfit to Two Face's yep. outfit, his aesthetic and everything, and how I they talked loved it. and how they monologued. I I, I that did was love like, those. It was seriously like watching a. A live action comic. So book. that was actually a WB thing. I I was actually just reading an article about this. It had it was before he passed. I just happened to stumble upon it, and it was talking about um, what would have happened if Tim Burton would have been able to do all the movies. Yeah. And he actually backed out of it because Warner Brothers was like, "No, they're too dark. We don't want you to keep going in this yeah. dark direction. Time to lighten it up." And what they found was they wanted to have something a little more actiony and kind of land like where the comics were currently, but. They were only reading the old stuff, and they ended up with like this hybrid of Adam West's Batman yeah. and like the dark Tim Burton Batman. It was a, it was a, it was a mix for yeah. sure. Uh, it was weird because it was, it wasn't like sixty forty or anything. Nope. It was fifty fifty, yeah. the dark and the. It was like the perfect blend. Yeah. Uh, it hit, yeah, it had a very cool vibe about it. It, it. it was, it, had, it was a unique vibe feel to the Batman. Yep. Very, cool. very hot opener. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that it didn't give you an origin. No. Or anything like that. It was just boom, right there. Uh, this fucker's stuck in a safe. Batman's got to save him. Two Face. It was the anniversary of when he was busted or whatever, and it was everything was just boom, 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 boom. So comic book. It was mm-hmm. like panel, panel, the colors, panel. everything. Yep. He uh, just. I think if it, if those were movies were considered like standalone or whatever, cause it's it's technically considered a sequel to technically, the original. Yeah, yeah. Technically, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a hard act to follow. If those were like their own separate entity, like those are perfect. I like yeah. Tommy Lee Jones was fantastic in that. A lot of Jim Carrey Riddler is something that I want to see again I like in a I, modern dark darker twist. Did yes. you know that originally that was supposed to be Robin Williams? Yes. Yes, I did hear that. Yep. Okay, he was supposed to be him, and Michael Keaton was actually still supposed to be Batman. And Marlon Wayans was supposed to be Robin. Robin, yeah. yeah. He was supposed to be like a black mechanic who yep. just was working on the Bruce Wayne's cars. And then It would have been a hundred times better than what we got with that prick. See, a lot of people <laughs> said Chris O'Donnell like saved it. Like no. I, That was one of the things. I, I thought he was a good Robin, but then again, I was young. My, so. Yeah, it, re-watching that, like the scene with him doing laundry, <laughs> I, and then Alfred being like, oh, heavens, did you see how he wrung out his trousers? <laughs> oh, Master Wayne, I do believe that he would make a fine addition to the crime fighting syndicate known as Batman. <laughs> we'll call him Robin. I'll even make the suit. I'm very good at designing S&M leather yeah, at least it on wasn't young boys. As, like, the great green tights. Yeah. I actually dressed up as Robin for Halloween because that year because of that movie. That's how much I enjoyed it. Remember the, the Pop-Tarts? Remember the Pop-Tarts? Oh, yeah, that came the, Pop-Tarts were sweet. the Mr. Freeze Pop-Tarts? Now, I think my favorite thing, even though it has nothing to do with Schumacher or Really, Batman. My favorite thing that came of it was the all the stories about how Tommy Lee Jones hates Jim Carrey. <laughs> Fucking hates him. <laughs> hates him so much. They see him I in a restaurant that. or whatever. He goes, "I, I something about your buffoonery." I, yep. like, well, <laughs> I yeah. really can't stand for your buffoonery. <laughs> The it. thing is, like Jim Carrey is really just working everybody. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah. yeah. He's like he's Andy, at a whole other level. He's like Andy Kaufman. Yes. Dude. It's just yes. it's all work. Yeah. No, Jim Carrey's. Like something else, man. And then Tommy Lee Jones, very old. Like not, I'm just gonna say very old. He's older now, but he's old school at that time. It's, though, too. it's old school yeah. in a classical actor sense. Like. He's the type where, like, if you're doing uh, 
breathing exercises in between sets, he'll look at you and go, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, <gasps> me, 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 Like in between, he's like, cut it out. Yeah, I can imagine too with like Jim Carrey being a method actor yeah. and all that. Well, he's yeah. in that realm of like a, a Clint Eastwood and things like that. That's kind of where I would stick Tommy yeah. Lee yeah. Jones for And then sure. here's uh, Jim Carrey, who his, his claim to fame was screaming out of his asshole. Yeah. You know? and, then he, and then he's in this movie, right? <laughs> Climbing out of a rhino's butthole. Oh, amazing. So great. No, I lo- that was a, that was probably my favorite dynamic of it. But I do like that. Uh, I actually found out not too recently that my my great uncle who did like TMNT and all that he actually was the fighting choreographer for those movies. Oh wow, that's really cool. Uh, that's really yeah, cool. I did not know that before. So I, I thought it was kind of neat. I know they're a little, little despised by a lot of people. The Arnold short, the the Mister Freeze, Poison Ivy one, Bane. I think that was that was Batman and Robin. He also had a hand in that too. I uh, actually like that movie more than Forever. Uh, I love because Arnold. Everyone, Arnold. Yeah. yeah. Arnold and uh, at the time I had a uh, I had such a boner for Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but then that movie ruined her career. Yeah. And yeah. that was it. I'm like, oh, are there going to be any more Batman movies? And that was it for a little while. Mm-hmm. Like that was depressing because like, as a kid growing it, up, going, growing up as a kid, I wanted more superhero content. I didn't own any of those DVDs. Well, they were VHS at the time, mm-hmm. but I wanted more superhero stuff and I wasn't old enough to watch Blade. I think Blade was really coming about at that time. And I had to wait. Blade till... was like 98, 99, I think. Yeah. Which yeah. Uh, you didn't watch Batman... Blade when it came out? No, I wasn't allowed. You're a year older than me. I watched Blade when it came out. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Look how you turned out. Great. <laughs> I'm not allowed to repeat anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in. Uh, You're, in You're still in timeout. I'm still in. I'm in. Uh, I'm in free speech jail. <laughs> I forgot to give you your script. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> He was yeah, just going to be like, I love the Evil Dead. Yeah, like, some people leave, like, swear jars or whatever. I have to leave a, what the fuck did I just say? <laughs> drop drop a dollar in every time. It goes Don't towards, worry, we'll have a donation box. It we'll goes towards it all, Fat Man's Pizza Pizza right here in North Tonawanda. <laughs> Fat Man's People. Fat Man's Pizza. Fuck. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was, that was a, well, a time of recording that was yesterday that we heard about yeah. it. So, uh, yeah. but that, that. That you know, that's a t- always a t- so listen to some Cry Little Sister and some Kiss from a Rose and yeah. watch those movies. Hell yeah, yeah. man! Yeah. Uh, and then uh, since since we're d- now done depressing you, all right, when do you guys take it? The, I'll take the, the hottest, the I'll hottest thing this going right now, baby. The hot, this is really, really big news. All right, this people were. Like lighten up the internet. Lighten oh, up yeah. social this media. is like this is Brad Pitt ninety four hot. <laughs> Yeah, I could definitely agree with that. Analogy. This is so hot. Because right, the, well, what uh, was it? The uh, the big they had the big DC TV crossover, right? Mm-hmm. And they acknowledged he Keaton's had- Batman through a newspaper yes. article on a computer. Uh huh. Now we're actually getting Keaton as Batman Flashpoint movie, which. There's, I don't know, so they haven't confirmed if he's Bruce not or yet, or he's going to be Thomas. Okay. Because Flashpoint, the huge part of That's, Flashpoint yeah, is that Thomas, Thomas Wayne, Wayne exists and uses guns, and he's gritty because yeah. Bruce died. Bruce right. Is, dude, your kid's dead. You're going to shoot people. So people thought Jeffrey Dean Morgan is a no-brainer because he was in the original. As, oh, absolutely. But he, and he would have been great. He's, he's killed it. He's been great as Negan. Who knows? But there might have been... Some filming issues. There might have been some conspiracies, or conspiracies, some discrepancies, especially now that he's doing Supernatural again as well. Yeah. So Keaton could easily be that. There's also been talks of introducing a Batman Beyond. Yeah. Which well, Keaton he plays has old man Bruce. Old man Bruce. 
So there's a ton, or he could just be Bruce as from that universe. If we're introducing the multiverse, which is, I, I think that's no. a great way. If you to play just for have him as Bruce Wayne and not as old man Batman, I will be fucking livid. I'm yeah, dude. I want I want old grizzled Batman. I don't want Bruce Wayne coaching Batman Beyond with uh, a uh, cane. Can, yo, I don't want Thomas he, Wayne as cool pull. as that sounds. Yeah, as cool as that sounds. I don't want Thomas. I Wayne. would rather Jeffrey D. Morgan want, as Thomas. Yeah, yeah. But I want Michael Keaton back. God, fuck, shit, up, motherfucker. I love Michael Keaton as Batman. Yeah. It's it, This is the greatest thing ever. I don't care if it's a rumor or not, whatever. Like, I'm so amped up about this. Give me, like, a Dark Knight Returns Michael Keaton yes, Batman. Yes, Put him in an Iron Man suit. Yeah. Shit. Like, like man's game Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yes, this is this is what he we still need. got it. I loved him as the vulture. Like, he, was he was great, great as the vulture, dude. So I would be all about it. He killed it in Birdman a few years back. Yes, actually making he fun was, of himself almost. He was awesome in that. That movie was so good and so underrated, dude. I'm just saying, Michael Keaton coming back as Batman is going to be the the absolute coolest fucking thing ever to ever happen. Like mm-hmm. I, I cannot stress enough, and I also cannot stress this enough. Why do we know this? I know. Yeah. I'm so sick of spoiling. I age. want to sit in a movie and be surprised yes. for a change. Like that's what I want. It happens sometimes. Not often anymore, though. No. And especially with DC, I get it. They're like, oh, we need to say this because people don't really believe in our content right now, our product. And, and Flashpoint people already don't like Ezra Miller, so are they going to really come see a Flashpoint? Yeah, man, Ezra Miller sucks. But, I mean, like now I'm more likely to go see the movie to see what they do with Keaton. Yeah. So that's part of it. So I you- hope not much more gets leaked. But Dude, it's gonna- like, just like Flash alone, like, like no, like I'm not, I'm not here for that. Like I love TV the Flash, show, just not fine. that actor. Okay, that too. But like, you have to have star power, like yeah. in, in this. That's that's how I feel. Yeah. I agree. And like, you you don't have a ton of stock right now in Pattinson's Batman yet because you haven't seen him. So just in case, now you have this fall safe, fail safe. I can't speak today. This fail safe of Keaton that you can fall back on and use. You know that Batman Keaton for different things, even maybe creating your Justice League and really bringing them back together. Yeah, man. Uh, and also, Justin Case was a uh, a backyard wrestler that I knew from back in the day. Oh. Justin Case. Oh, I, lo- I love the plays on the Justice. He teamed up with Crisp E. Lettuce. You were Crisp E. Lettuce, weren't you? I knew no, I was too ready. time. <laughs> oh, that's good, too. <laughs> that's very good, too. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was a, that was I mean that was a big news. It's it's kind of cool because as you can see, I mean numbers are going down up here for COVID. Uh, you, just, you just us though, really. It's New York and like Colorado right now. Mostly us, uh, yeah. but you're starting to see a lot of things like I feel come out. Yes, right. A lot of new. You're start, we're starting to get that flow of yeah. hey, we're doing stuff. Yeah. It's a good feeling. And we're, we're really close. I'm going to bring it up every week until we get there, but we're really close to Comic-Con, too. Yeah. Comic-Con's in a month. It's next next month, same same time. I think it's like the 23rd to the 31st or 27th to the 31st. We'll definitely get a trailer for Mandalorian Season we'll, 2. Season we're going to get a ton. Yeah. They're talking panels. They're actually announcing a ton of people. It's all free, which I know you have a little bit of qualms with Michael, but it's uh, Micah, but it's also Dude, it's cool. it's free. That's cool. It's still cool, yeah. though. I'm glad I don't have to pay for it. I thought, I thought they were going to do a whole, yeah. like, you have to charge. Everything is free. You get to see everything you normally pay for, which is super cool. Yeah. Um, and then we've got the DC event in August. So we 
they might not even show too much at Comic-Con, honestly. I'm kind of expecting DC to hold back and maybe, like, show a little bit more of the the Snyder Cut and maybe some animated stuff, but not show too much of their big guns. Yeah, I wonder if that's smart, though. They just wrapped their animated, like, movie universe. It was 17 movies long. They just wrapped it. Yeah. So they might have some new stuff coming out. I know Warner Brothers is making a, a, a Mortal Kombat animated universe now based off the Scorpion movie. Oh, that Scorpion movie, yeah. was yeah. super good. And it they, was, yeah. They're setting it up for sequels, and so they're going to move away from the you know the DC stuff for a little bit. Yeah. But I'm just curious to see where it all goes and what we're going to really get. I'm, I think we will get a little more surprises because they don't want to share everything for free. Yeah. So I think we will get a little less leaks and a little less um, of like the – the news, so when we go see a movie, we're actually like, oh, what the heck? Not That was yeah. not what I, I miss expected. being, honestly, the only time I was really, truly surprised in a movie theater was like, with when it comes to superhero movies, probably in the last five, six years was, uh, what's his name coming back as J. Jonah Jameson I was Spider-Man. Just oh, yeah. That was the that. only one I was just like, I legit popped, but everything else is just like, oh, I knew you were going to be in this. And yep. you gonna- Infinity War was one of the ones that like no one expected it to end the way it did, but it was still like you kind of expected it to go the way it did. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's the casting, though. The, the yes. casting deals are very, very important well, to me, it's- and I can't stress enough how important it is that when you're surprising people, you have to keep that secret. Yes. I... And I also, I understand, like, with a trailer, like, when you put out a trailer, you <laughs> want to get everyone's attention and everything, but I, I didn't need to see that Michael Keaton is going to be in uh, in Morbius. Yeah. I didn't need it that. It could have been a surprise, for sure. No, and it's it's so unnecessary, and this isn't comic book related, but one of the, the worst trailers for any movie was the 2018 Halloween. It revealed... The, it was. I, I remember being in the theater and knowing exactly what was going to happen, yep. and saying to myself, "This is the scariest fucking scene of the movie, and it's in the trailer." Yep, ruined it. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's can't. just a lost. People are like with trailers too. Yeah. Uh, well, it's people again, it's are so, getting people to yeah. come to the movies. The Keaton thing there, is like people don't believe in Sony, so we're going to put Keaton in here to make yeah. him. There will be people who yep. go to the movie after a trailer comes out that shows a lot of stuff, and they'll complain about. Uh, you know, oh, the trailer showed too much, and then when it shows too little, they're the first ones to bitch about how they didn't get shown <laughs> enough. I've seen this happen yep. with multiple people with Infinity War and Endgame. I've seen it happen a lot. Infinity War was great because it gave us scenes in the trailer that weren't in the movie. Yeah, it's like the Hulk. Yeah, the Hulk running. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. No, it was great. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so that's all about Keaton. Uh, <laughs> no, it's in, it's an important discussion, too, because people yeah. are people are... Fickle. So I mean, fickle. it's just fun to talk about like everything right now too, and how the comic book world is kind of shaping. Because we came out of like a superhero renaissance, yeah, and now they're trying to navigate how to keep that going. And like, so what I'm going to introduce is the next piece of news. I think is actually one of the ways for that. Um, Rocksteady is rumored to have. They're the people who made the Arkham games. Right. They are rumored to be working on a Suicide Squad game. Which I think is super cool. I think right now... We need it. We need, like, people are sitting at home for one, but we're everyone's watching the movies. We kind of know what's going on, but we want to be more immersed in it. Things like the Spider-Man game made me excited for a Spider-Man movie, playing the PS4 Spider-Man. Yeah, I, yeah. We talked about Star Wars Fallen Order. Mm. I was like, man, now I just, I need, I'm hungry for more Star Wars. Yeah. 
So with a Suicide Squad game, especially with the movie coming out, it may garner interest and kind of redirect people away from that first Suicide Squad movie and more towards a second one. Especially it's the rumored title is Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. Which is <laughs> super dope. That's apparently a domain name that Warner Brothers has. This is from a source. Again, it's a leak. It could be just a rumor. But if that's the case, like I'm all for that. And I want to be on that side of the game. But I, we're going to have the Avengers game. Uh, the video for the that is on the 24th, so to, to Wednesday. And like I think these games are going to be ways to get people to dive more into the lore and get excited for the movies again. They, uh, they're they yeah. doing that Avengers thing, right? Because they, they had, what was it, a year ago, all the footage came out? Yeah. And everyone was people like, oh, oh my God, this is terrible. They need to fix so it. So I think they, uh, and, and I'm, I'm actually guilty of that too. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with the movie. I don't give a shit if it doesn't look like the movie. I don't care if they don't sound like oh, the movie. it wasn't great though. It wasn't. It looked so bad. It looked like PS3 graphics. Yeah. yeah. And, like, everyone looked so goofy. And Thor was like, oh, come with me now. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> especially when you have, like, if it was some random company I've never heard of, but especially when you have Square Enix attached to it, who yeah. that's all they do is pump out these, like, huge titles. Mega hits, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, wait a minute. What are you doing here? So, yeah, the war table is on the 24th. So, hopefully, that'll get some looks in it. But but I the Suicide so. Squad, I, I think that's just the way. I think getting people more immersed, like I want to go pick up more comics when I'm playing some of these games. I want to go, you know, read. I want to go watch the movies again because mm-hmm. it just makes me so want to be more part of yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think with video games too, I think comic book games need a bit of a renaissance. Yes. They need, I think they need to be put at the forefront a little bit more. You know, growing up, especially, I mean, my, I know Mikey can attest to this. Greg can obviously attest to this. Early 90s, right? Early to mid-90s. Throughout the 90s, like, superhero games were everything. They were constantly coming out, and there were constantly and they were, sequels. Yeah. And they were yeah. good. And they were side-scrollers, and they were perfect. Yeah. Yes. They were so perfect. When was the last good Ninja Turtles game? Because this is comic-related. Oh, That's PS2. what we were talking about. Like, I, I, I played a really good one for PS2. The Turtles really? in Time was yeah. like... Turtles in Time was And then they remastered like the it, and that yeah. was, like, the last good one. I, they did, like, a Arkham-style one with the Turtles... Really, it was a mutant and mutants in Manhattan. That's supposed to be okay, but it's like it was just a it was a mess because it was still playing as four people and it was a where was free room. there was a turtles game where they were cell shaded, probably in the yeah. last yeah that was years. it. Was that it? I think it was Mutants in Manhattan. No, there was like an RPG style one that I played for the PS2. Is that the one? No, that's not the one then. Okay, but they did have the cell shading. I remember me, my brother, my dad. uh, We we were off of school for that day, and we just sat there and played. Pull out the old multi tap and played it all day. We ended up beating the game. It was a good time. It was a like very fond memory of mine. But uh, yeah, it's been a while since Ninja Turtles. It's a good Uh, way to get people invested in the lore and to know more. I feel like a lot people, more people, know about Arkham and the villain from playing the Batman games. Same thing with Spider-Man. And like, yeah. if you have characters people don't know about, like the Fantastic Four, you don't want to make a movie for right away. Make a Fantastic... <laughs> or an X-Men game. Video game. Get the interest going. So that's, I'm really curious about the Suicide Squad game. If the... the, the so this is... Is this going to be like the Suicide Squad leading up to the movie? Same look... Everything. We don't is know. this going to be James Gunn behind yeah, this stuff? Who knows? It's Maybe like a little bit of a prequel type thing because yeah. I know Star Wars tried doing that with that last battle. Yeah, the uh, battle, battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Uh, but it was okay. it wasn't even like anything serious. But it I was... hope it's unconnected. I hope it's more like Escape from yeah. Arkham, like the movie was. Okay. At first, like when Spider Man came out, I was like, uh, it's not really connected. It's not Tom Holland Spider Man, and that's what's cool right now. But it, then again, I played it, and I was like, it's better. I'm okay with this. Yeah, it it's was a a, I'm okay with this. Yeah. Yes, and it igno- it acknowledge like with the different costumes and stuff. It acknowledged all that. Uh, so I'm. Yeah. 
I'm okay. I definitely want to see more superhero video games. I, I'm so like, I talk to Greg all the time, and he shames me about how down I am on video games. Like, it's hard for me to get invested in video games yeah. nowadays. I don't know if I'm older or what, but something about the superhero genre always keeps bringing me back. Yeah. It, like it, it's it and when they're done right, of course. Uh, when they're done, and there's so many characters you can, you know, I I love the Lego games, but I need more. The Lego <laughs> yeah, games are yeah, fun, yeah. but I need more. Fun. But I need more. Like yeah. that Spider-Man game. You was want a, the better graphics. You yeah. want the. You want to feel like the characters. Yes, exactly. And you know, there's 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 a lot you can do. And I feel like there's a lot of like a lot but, of companies are running out of ideas now. Right. Same with like Hollywood. They yeah. keep recycling. Oh, we're gonna remaster this game, which I'm okay with every now and then. But there is like in comic books with comic book characters, there is so, so much, much lore. Yeah. Uh, that you can, you don't even have to just completely straight copy a storyline. Yeah. You can bring in certain elements. Why don't we have an Infinity War gauntlet style Marvel game? Yeah. Modern. Yeah. You or, know? Rocksteady's talked Superman forever. The only Superman we have is that awful Nintendo 64. Oh, oh my that. God. I forgot about <laughs> it's that. So bad. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's like the last Holy Superman shit. game. Quick plug for our friends at Retro Bliss. They did review it. Uh, oh, they gave so it horrible bad. regards. It was oh. not Retro Bliss approved. That game was so bad. Yeah. That was such a buzzkill. Yeah. <laughs> it was off the animated, the, like the Bruce Tim animated, which was yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yuck City. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I remember the, I'm going to say probably the worst, I don't know, I'm thinking about it, I think that might be the worst, <laughs> One, the, the absolute worst like video game based on a comic book, and I don't know how it got picked up as a, for a video game, Sega picked up Shakan the Forever Man. Oh my gosh. Played that. Do you remember Shakan, who like, he killed death, so there, he couldn't die, but he had like these 12 different quests to go on that takes hundreds of years to do. Um, I was going to say Catwoman was pretty bad, but uh, yeah, this, this I Shikan. never played this with Shikan. Okay, So Shikan, he's the forever man. He can't die. And in the comic books... Oh, really? In, in the, yeah, in the, in the comic books, like he'll get, he's like Deadpool. You just like chop him up, fuck him up, whatever. Um, but in this game, if you die at some point, you go all the way back to the beginning. And I don't mean the level that you're on. Screw that. I mean all the way back to the beginning of the game. No. That would be when I unplug the game and I don't touch it again. Yeah. That's but, but hey, you're not really dead, though. You just get sent back to the beginning because <laughs> you're Shakan, the forever man. I met the artist for and the creator of Shakan in Pittsburgh years ago. And uh, I actually had a chance to, to hang out with him and, and play the Sega game. And I just was reliving my... I'm like, dude, I used to play this as a kid. He's like, well, come on over. And I started playing, and I'm like, yep, just as bad as I remember. The artwork for the character is amazing. Shakan's a cool character, but it's just like... Uh, it, it lost steam, I think, after 10 issues. I mean, that happens a lot with comic it's, books. So. It just got lame. It was the same shit over and over. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Spawn, but like Spawn is like appealing and somehow still going. Uh, Shikan was like that. Like you're, you're like, what's going on? This is it's the so same hard shit. when you have a character you can't kill. I think like Deadpool yeah. stands because he's just ridiculous. Deadpool stands because of the he's he's meta and yeah, he's, exactly. He's fu- yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, video games definitely want to see a resurgence of that. Uh, we definitely definitely need that. Uh, was there any other news? We just had a comic book we wanted to talk yeah, about. Yeah, Greg and I really wanted to talk about. Over. Yeah, here, buddy. Let me pass it over yeah. to you. First off, it's a Dark Knight's Death Metal. Greg and I, well, Greg has been building this up, and I've always been going, man, that sounds pretty cool. I'm going to get that. <laughs> and now he read it, he's like, it sucks. And, yeah, it's fucking terrible. Get it away from me. Dude, uh, It's for one, it's a gorgeous cover. Oh, it's and, beautiful. Um, 
just like the first um, comic set of comic books, they have released a music video already with some metal music with the Batman characters in the background. There's, Are you serious? Yeah, there's an alternate art of Batman playing guitar and with like all of the speakers behind him, and it's amazing. Is this like Death Clock? The like death like the Bat metal? That kind of metal, exactly. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, this so send that to me if you can. Yeah, the I'll video. Find okay. It. Um, so again, you've heard me. I rave about Scott Snyder and about his Batman. I've said if you want to save, you know, the DCEU, just put the you have the wrong Snyder in charge. Put Scott Snyder in charge because he's <laughs> yeah. a genius. He, I think he revitalized Batman. I think he's done a really cool thing with the Justice League. I read the Justice League until like three thirty in the morning the other day because I I just couldn't put it down. And really? I I go to bed early. I could not put it down like there was some other stuff going on that we thought like our house was haunted it wasn't my cat got into my ceiling and fell through the light fixture <laughs> oh dude i've seen that before you get a cat stuck in the wall you got to send in another cat to go after it cats get in walls all he the time he went up the attic and felt we have lights like these these like fluorescent lights and he actually fell through the drop ceiling and right out of the light fixture and we didn't know what it was until i did some investigating oh and my found god it's a real thing so i stayed up all night reading the justice league because i was like i can't sleep i'm gonna read just and i was like oh my gosh um <laughs> But this is the kind of the culmination of everything going on with the source wall that started with Dark Knight's Metal and everything that's currently kind of going on with the Justice League. Um, and it's wrapping up Snyder's kind of storytelling he's been doing. And the cover is absolutely amazing. And it starts right away with, you know, Sergeant Rock, which I yep. think is super cool. And he's talking about turd burgers, which is just <laughs> so good. Um, but. It's this weird, like, fantasy world, and I don't want to talk too much about it because it's a brand no, new no, no. issue. No, no, no. Let's not give a lot away. But, um... but it's a beautiful fantasy world. I love like the fantasy Wonder Woman, and especially like Cinder Swamp thing. I yeah, think is super cool. That's really cool. Yeah, with uh, Alec hanging out down there, and yeah. what is that? Hell. It's it. They haven't really they haven't really said where it is, but it's this weird like world filled with Batman, and the <sighs> Batman are evil. Yeah. And we've got like Bat Mage and Dinosaur Batman, which Dinosaur is Batman's the best. Where uh, Bruce Bruce was gonna die, and he put his uh, what he uploaded his, his consciousness his, yeah. into a robotic dinosaur. <laughs> I just noticed. I didn't really notice this the first time I read, but I actually noticed the the bat cow eyes in the mouth of the dinosaur. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. I didn't notice that the first time. I'm too too far from the microphone. You're way too far Matthew. from the mic. Sorry, I get excited. <laughs> I know. Um, Shame and, on you. And you know, it, there's like dragons flying flying around with the Joker's face on it. That's cool. And there's just the the Batman that are have been introduced. Bat-Homet, Yep. Um, Doctor Arkham and this like Harley Quinn Hunter of the Wastelands, where she looks like Craven with the giant like bats and. She kind of reminds me of Tank Girl. Tank Girl's a good yeah. one too. Uh, we have like the anti-life Batman, and mm-hmm. he's the Dark Father. Like it's super, it's just super cool. Um, and they're gonna introduce a new villain. And then because they just killed, I'm not gonna give away, but they they just yeah. killed a character, so they're introducing a new villain called the Robin King. And I'm intrigued. This character um, that Pat dies actually has a mixture of the bat symbol and Nightwing symbol on his chest, which yep. we think is the symbol of Robin King, which might be our Grayson. Oh. Which could be really cool. That's one of the theories that it's an evil Grayson, which we haven't seen. We see all the crows. Yeah. But we haven't We've seen. We've never seen it. You haven't seen evil Grayson yet. Yeah. So Dude, that could that's be really exciting. cool. That's really cool. Like bat Etrigan, but 
Plastic Man. Um, but mm. this is a really cool book. I, again, this is one I think you have to read. The the protagonist Batman that shows up. The bat who the, who laughs, right? No, the no, good uh, one, the protagonist. Oh, oh, sorry. I, yep. So we antagonist, get, like, the, antagonist protagonist. The Reaper Batman that shows <laughs> up, me, right? who's shown on the cover with like the scythe. <laughs> yeah. And it's actually, this is one of the few spoilers I've seen that's been revealed. Um, and I'm fine with it. It's actually wielding a black lantern ring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really cool, I, I didn't really want to talk about that, but since you brought it up, yeah. that's a very cool scene. Especially very it ties cool. into the rest of the story. Uh, yeah, this is some dark shit. Uh, it's, it's awesome. Uh, I mean, I... I uh, okay, okay. At one point, Lobo makes a little appearance. Yeah, I forgot about uh, that. I, we're not going to get get too deep into detail with that, but uh, definitely, I recommend. We the two of us recommend. Yeah. Uh, Matt sure recommends it too if he reads it. Dark Knight's Death Metal. Yeah. Um. There's going to be a part. So the second part isn't coming out until I think it's like no October. So you're going to get. Wait, what? Yeah. So. I know you're so sad. Death what metal? The, what in the Batman or Undertaker last ride is that? <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus. Dark Knight. Two weeks for episode five. Dar- <laughs> Death metal um, legacy of the Batman is in August, and it's going to be a bunch of short stories talking about all the different Batman, which is super cool. I, okay, that's cool. And then, and it's going to introduce the Robin King. Okay. And then there's another issue after, which is going to dive a little more into the lore. And then in October, we're going to get... So it's once a month. October, we're going to get the official continuation of the story. Man. It sucks, but at the same time, like I'm fine with getting the... They did that with Metal 2, where it was like, hey, here's all these cool Batman, and now here's yeah. their origin stories. Like Here's the Drowns origin stories, which was still cool. Like, oh, this is how Batman became... Had Aquaman's powers. So I think it's going to be cool. I kind of hope I get to see like the some of the other characters. We get to see more about what why Rock is the way he is mm-hmm. at the end with that little uh, little spoiler and the really cool thing Wonder Woman did and how that plays out. So. Yeah, yeah, which we won't talk about. <laughs> uh, but so yeah, yeah, cool. that, that's dude. Everything about this is great, and yeah. I love the artwork. If they do, oh, Capullo's amazing. He did Spawn so for good. a while. Yeah. Um. If they do an animated next, I think they need to do the death metal story or the Dark Knight's metal storyline, and then fall into the death metal stuff. I think, you know, and maybe even a Last Night on Earth that I talked about any of Snyder stuff as animated. Yeah. This would be so cool as like a an animated, especially with the Mortal Kombat stuff they're doing that's been doing that's gorier. I think this would fall right into it, and I would love to see it, especially if they got like a actual soundtrack involved and got some licensing with music. I think it could well, be really, really cool. Freaking cowboys from hell playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be all about it. I, yeah, so I would love that. Especially, I think Hex is involved at one point, too. Yes, he is. So I think play yeah, that. There is, a, there is a plethora of of Batman oh, characters. So good. But yeah, Hex does make a little uh, appearance in this one, and too. And that's not really a spoiler at all. It's no, just it's he's not. there. But yeah, go. I know Mike is like, you're not allowed to say anything about <laughs> No, no. I'm just, I, dude, I'm just saying. It's so good, though. Death, death metal, pick it up. Go read it. Yeah, it's good shit. We, and now after what, like a 40-minute podcast, we'll talk about our comics we picked for this week. Yes. Let's, this is a long uh, podcast. Do we don't care. This, we've missed each other. And this, well, is, yeah. this is my first this time is good conversation. This is yeah. good, actually like legit good conversation. It's so nice too. to be positive too. Like I, It's one of the things like we've, we could have talked about some negative stuff. We've had to talk a lot, of, a lot on this podcast. But we just want to have a good time. We want this to be a place you guys have a good time. So we're excited. I... 
I totally went. I burped. That's why I had to stop. Is that what that was? <laughs> yeah. I am. Uh, I, I'm dreading my burps because I made. Uh, I'm on the, like the no bun kick oh. uh, for like burgers. So I make the burgers like really tasty. Ooh. Two pounds of meat, and I chopped. I like, finally chopped up like two uh, cloves of garlic. Ooh. It was strong garlic, and I'm just burping up garlic. Ugh. Yeah, it is. I had just, mac and it cheese is. Too. It is coming <laughs> off of me, man. <laughs> That's uh, healthy is, mac and cheese. Oh, there's. I don't think there is such a thing as healthy mac and cheese. It was whole grain like, pasta. <sighs> cheese. But the bad. cheese was like a cup of cheese. <laughs> Two, three cups of cheese. Cheese is bad. Cheese, oh. cheese is bad. Oh, that, oh, that whole grain's a work. It's I not know. good for you. It was Shit. delicious. <laughs> I don't care. Don't you don't you give your don't you lecture me, sir. I'm not lecturing. It was delicious. <laughs> Shut up. Drink your beer. Okay. <laughs> We're eating healthy. Drink your beer. <laughs> yeah, drink your beer. Uh, so, yeah, so we got some more comic books to talk about today. Uh, I don't mind starting again this week if you guys are okay with yeah, it. I don't mind. Mine actually has a fun story to it. Okay. It's strange. Okay. Uh, so, for those who know me on a personal level, know I'm a huge football NFL just oh, nut Whoa, job. I thought you were going to go, I'm a big foot guy. <laughs> like, uh, Matt, Matt's a real foot guy. I'm over here talking about burgers, and he's like, hey, I have a recipe for a, a foot feta-ish burger. <laughs> I've seen that comment on the first post. That's pretty like, good. I've seen that Bob's Burgers Quentin reference. Tarant- Quentin Tarantino's got nothing on you, babe. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so I found this book series. I actually had a couple uh, issues of it before I, I got rid of it, but uh, the actual f- physical copies. But it's called NFL Super Pro. Have you heard about this? You've told me about it. No. I've told you about this. What? Okay. This is really fun, and I'm probably going to talk more about the story behind the comic than I actually will talk about the comic. But, um, oh, it's wild. All right, so in 1991... Marvel decides to team up with the NFL to release a NFL-themed hero, okay, Ugh. named Super Pro. Such a '90s thing. <laughs> Jesus, Christ. Isn't it, it's so '90s. All right, so the guy's name is Phil Grayfield, who happens to be an ex-National Football League player who survived a freak accident, and he wears near-destructible football uniform. So he's cyborg, pretty much. <laughs> huh. Pretty much. Uh, so. Yeah, so after this knee injury and whatever, he becomes a sports reporter, big super fan, and all that happens. And, uh, yeah, it was like a $5 million like suit. So he's like Iron Man slash Cyborg. So he's the $5 Superman. million dollar man? <laughs> Pretty much. Is that what he, when he jumps, does it go, <laughs> it might as well. It might as well. And, oh, man, this series, it's only went 12 issues. It didn't last That's long. That's more than I expected. It's you actually say. considered. Yeah, the, I'm actually pissed. It went 12 issues. <laughs> it's I, I I did some research on it, and it's actually considered one of the worst comic book like runs of you all don't time. Say. Dude, it's it's was terrible, Matt. What the fuck? The visuals are cool. <laughs> Why is that not your? You know, why is that not? We don't have him playing paper football with us. We should. <laughs> I mean, look at this guy. He just screams America and football and justice. Look at him. Hold on, let me see that. He actually has the NFL logo. It doesn't even look like that. Looks like like Voltron artwork or like, don't like dis- Speed Racer. Don't you disrespect Super Pro? All right. This Super Pro looks like the Fox uh, when when football's on Fox. That dancing robot. Yeah, the, <laughs> he it does. Be. Here, show, he show looks him. like he looks like that mixed with Captain America. Yeah, and uh, oh, he's Caucasian. Yes. Okay. So, 
so this is what we were going with. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Take a look. It's literally, though, it does have like that, like, G.I. Joe, like, Voltron vibe to it, and the flattest shoulder pads I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Now, what happened to him then? He got, how did he get hurt? It was. Oh, I, I, I'd have to read or uh, reread the, uh, the Super little thing. Bro. <laughs> I have to. Some kind of. It was some kind of knee injury or something. Yeah, like actually playing. So his fucking knee, and he gets that whole suit. Yeah. And he's his, straight up on his head. He has the NFL. Look oh yeah. Slapped on that. Dude, helmet. that that helmet is seriously from Judge Dredd. Yeah. Yeah. He's a mix of Judge Dredd, Dude. Captain America, Iron Man, and the robot from Fox. It's dude. It's a hot opener. All right, so super. I'll, bro. I'll go through the first book at Man, least. This is I'll... awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Fun. I figured it would be I worth I it. This is great. I, I got to start picking bad shit because that was cool. <laughs> All right, pick so, something good. So there, there's a guy. He's getting. Uh, he's about to get assassinated. Something about betting or gambling on the uh, the Raiders. Something like that. Uh, this guy's about to snipe him, and then Super Pro shows up, and he just beats the beats the dog shit out of him. Why is he saving the Raiders? He's, uh, he, he defends the NFL, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. The, the Raiders are at the time were cheaters, so that's not where yeah, stick them and stuff yeah. like that. I think that was more '80s and '70s. It, it, but was, it was, but still, like it you never there. lose that. The people that worked there in the '70s and '80s still had a job in '91. So you know, fuck those guys. If it was super, if Super Pro came around now, it'd be like the Patriots. Oh God, yeah. Oh, it would be God. Tom Brady. That's who that is. <laughs> He, yeah, oh my god, did he play for the Patriots? He's in red, white, and blue. I, I think he actually played for the Raiders. He's either as well. okay, okay. I was gonna say he's either like the Patriots or the Buffalo Bills, and I'm well, oh, at the time, ninety one, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was the hottest the hottest team. Yeah, yeah. they were. Four straight. Four straight. But uh dude, this is thing is a, it's amazing. He tries to protect this guy, but some valet ends up shooting this guy that he you know was trying to defend. It's a whole lot of wild and crazy stuff. But here's crazy. the here's the he, he, he jumps. Stuff. He jumps on this dude's car, and he has like the sweetest like one-liners. Uh, you know how like Deadpool, like Spider-Man, they have it's like nice this. Nice recognized by your fans. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 stops on the valet's car and goes touchdown. <laughs> oh, God. Can and I get there's a game a, for Super Pro. And there's a lot more than that. There's there there should be. Uh, there's a lot more like corny like. Some of the villains. You got to hear some of the villains. Oh, names, that's too. what I'm waiting for. There's some really good villains' names. Uh, is but, it like a guy selling steroids to the football players? There's a couple. There's a couple. The juice. But he looks like he looks like a fucking uh, Captain Planet villain. <laughs> yeah, you'll never catch me, Super Pro. I'll show you some of these villains. They're like amazing. Uh, but Spider Man's actually in this first book. They cross him over. Give him a little. Give him the little Spider Man rub. They give, no, they're giving Spider Man the rub. Yeah. <laughs> What better? I mean, what better way to kick off a comic book series than having Spider-Man and Super Pro team up? If this was a movie, the guy that was Glacier in WCW would play as Super Pro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is this? I can't remember. What is this villain's name? So it ends up, you know, trying to figure out who's like assassinating all these players. There's another player that's about to get assassinated. What the heck is this guy's name? It is amazing. I gotta find it. The Wikipedia page has like a whole list of like. A couple of the big well, name villains. While you're looking for that, I just imagine Super Pro having the best sex puns. <laughs> like uh, you're like, oh, give it to Miss Super Pro, and he's like, yeah, right through the uprights. <laughs> oh, turn was, over. Let me give you a two point conversion, and by two point conversion, I mean my penis is only two inches because of all the steroids. <laughs> <laughs> I 
was what is this guy's name? I just picture Super Pro as like Peyton Manning, but the helmet doesn't fit because of his oh, giant oh, forehead. Giant head. <laughs> so it, the visor stops on the forehead. <laughs> doesn't even go all the I down. can't find this guy's name exactly, but here are some of the villains that NFL Super Pro has had to deal with. All right. Uh, sanction. Quick Kick. Who was a field goal kicker turned evil turned into an evil ninja? Who is number two? Uh, instant replay was also another film. <laughs> <laughs> instant replay, yeah, an assassin with the ability to travel short distances through time, which is kind of cool. But sanctions like the big boss. He actually, I think he beats him in in uh, the twelfth like issue. The kingpin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, Captain America makes an appearance in issue number eight, which is kind of cool. Also, uh, also. Lawrence Taylor makes an appearance. I think book three or four. So they actually include some some uh, some actual NFL players in it. Lawrence Taylor is obviously a big name at that point too. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I sent off a text. I'm reading. I'm reading like some of the covers. Super Pro issue number one. Sacking quarterbacks to tackling crime. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. So here's a little reception. Here's a reception from it. Uh, NFL Super Pro has been called one of the worst comics in recent Marvel Comics history, becoming a cult object. All right. Often cited in this claim are issues with the plot and characters. For example, in the first issue, a group of thieves incinerate valuable NFL merchandise, but has never explained why they burn it instead of selling it off. <laughs> <laughs> this is them. from Wikipedia, by the way. So this so is OJ some, some get it. official criticism. Sorry. <laughs> Writer bad. Fabian uh, Nicheza had admitted that he wrote the story to gain free NFL tickets. <laughs> oh, my God. What? <laughs> yeah, he said he still gets flack for the comic. And uh, he left Super Pro after four issues and was replaced with Buzz Dixon, who was one of uh, in one of Dixon's issues, which featured Hoppy villains who drew uh, used Kachina-themed costumes and weapons, drew substantial complaints from Hoppy representatives, uh, leading Marvel to officially recall the comic. Dixie left Super Pro after three issues. And then in 2005, the Chicago Sports Review called it perhaps the worst comic book ever created. So this thing is <laughs> is so it's so over the top cheesy. This is like I'm like comic book writer like being serious like in this like they're. I'm getting like Adam West, like Batman vibes, like really cheesy and corny. Yeah, in the night. It, it was, it was. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a bad time because that's like right around when Nirvana came out. <laughs> like you couldn't have shit like that. Well, that's no. when comics were starting to get like dark and gritty. It was like late '80s, early '90s. Yeah, late like, '80s. Yeah. Like Ugh. you had people like freaking um, Red Arrow doing heroin. Like it, comics weren't cheesy anymore. They were like dark. You had Miller out. Like you couldn't. Yeah, Miller was the thing. Yeah. Get away with it. <laughs> Sin City was just starting to come out around that yeah. time. Uh, and then we have Super Pro. <laughs> I'm going to be him for Halloween. This I year. hope you I should hope be I him do. every day of your Dude, life. Dude, you I could would... make that costume out of like Coors Light boxes. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Dude, Coors Light boxes, Which is so a little fitting. spray paint, and a can do attitude. Because let's be honest, if like. <gasps> what if he... I put him like as the two point conversation mascot? He should be. I think oh, you might. Oh I, my will fuck. anyone sue you? Probably yeah. not. Okay. If Super he hasn't Pro existed used. right now, he would have like a Bud Light sponsorship next to that NFL he sponsorship had, on his that, helmet. That, that, saying like dilly dilly and yeah. shit like that. <laughs> he has not been used since the end of the series. But he fuck, did. I know exactly what he looks like now. Duff Man. <laughs> Yo, yeah. <laughs> he looks like Duff Man. <laughs> okay. Jeez. 
<laughs> so bad. He was referenced, though, at least one time uh, since then. Uh, Marvel Team number nine, a character named Stiltman says, I beat up a guy called Super Pro last week. Silliest looking guy. And that's the last time he's been referenced. By Stiltman, too. Stiltman. Ugh. So it's that Phillip is. Philip Rivers. <laughs> God, I, no, that's kids, man. <laughs> yeah. He just throws children at people. <laughs> You're giving me so many, so many ideas right now. Uh, but yeah, so that's like Kick Pro. I don't want to spoil too much for you because this is so bad. Like, I mean, I'm a huge football guy, and I'm pretty much a sucker for a lot of football things, good or bad. But man, this is I, bad. I think it's safe to say that you could spoil the everything. <laughs> And it, I will not, and Greg will not, and our listeners will not go out of their way to try to look this up. <laughs> I think they need to. I think they need to. Ex- I don't think I get like. I it's think like they'll reading, look up it's like how reading, he looks. It's like reading a Star Wars book, like uh, um, one of the movie books. You have to see the movie to fully take in everything. Okay. This is how I feel with this book. So you have to read this book in order to understand the NFL. No, to understand how bad and great it is at the same time. Bad and great it is at the same time. (laughs) Uh, It's just a shame that, like, this had to come out with the NFL because if XFL did this in, like, what, 2001? With, like, He Hate Me as being super pro? Oh, that would have been so great. You know, dude, being XFL, it would have been gritty. There would have been, like, tits. Every, I, you know, <laughs> not even gorgeous tits. There's, I feel like there's actually like a way for them to present NFL in a comic book form. We see it. Uh, I mean, I know it's not really the same thing, but like WWE has like its own Marvel comic run. I think, I think it's Marvel, and they're not terrible books. Yeah. They kind of run. I feel like there's ways you can present it in a comic book form that is not this. So I wanted. I was just curious. I was very curious as to if other. Sports did this. In 2011, Stan the Man made 30 NHL comics, one for each team with a hero based on the name of the team. So there's the Sabre, the Coyote, the Islander. We're going to have to do an entire episode on this. Oh, or my we can. T- God. Yeah, it was 30 it's issues. 30 issues. We're okay, gonna- this is, this is going to be a two-parter. <laughs> And um, we'll have to split them up. Oh, yeah. Well, well, can we get our good friend Malin just to read the, the Maple Leaf one? Well, let's honestly, invite him because yeah, okay. that's probably going to be his best fit, best fit to be on the show. That sounds great. That, that sounds great. Just I'll to have talk him about on. singularly. Yo, the Maple invite him on. I have another mic, yeah, so we our, bring him uh, on. Let's our, talk to him. The person we're talking about is uh, someone that we met through professional wrestling. He was a ref, but his life is strictly westling. Uh, Demi Lovato. The Simpsons and hockey. Yeah, and that's specifically it. the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes, <laughs> yes, he is yeah. quite the fan. He's a good supporter of the show too. He started listening one more so once you came on, Micah, and uh, he's a very good. See that man? I'm fucking bringing in. You're those drawing. You're putting, putting, in, in, you're putting asses in seats. <laughs> you're putting headphones in ears. House, <laughs> house is in light when I'm on the card, brother. <laughs> <laughs> tell you, but, I tell you what. Yeah, go check out Super Pro. Seriously, yeah, do yourself a favor. <laughs> I don't know how to follow that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I'm. Can we just yeah, end the show? <laughs> I, I mean, we've been going for 53 minutes at this, 54 minutes at this point, so we yeah. definitely could. But <laughs> well, I actually, I, I picked up. <laughs> no, keep going. <laughs> so Matt, Matt went back to the night. Do you mind if I go, brother? Yeah, you're good. All right, man. I. Uh, it's Matt took us back to 91. I'm actually going to take us to uh, a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. when uh, the Joker 80th anniversary came out. It's a hundred page super spectacular. That's the motion of a blowjob. Um, there is a, this this comic book is amazing. Uh, there is a bunch of short stories in here. A lot of like what ifs. Uh, all the artwork 
the artwork varies, but all the artwork is awesome. It's very fun to read, and I found it almost comforting reading this comic book because all of the inner dialogue and, of course, just the, the dialogue coming out of the mouth of the Joker, it's, in my head reading it, Mark Hamill. That's, isn't that a cool thing, though? It's like, so cool. Is it because the way they visualize him, or is it just be, this is a it's force just, of habit? In because... my in my head, when I hear when I hear the Joker, I don't hear I don't hear anyone else. I don't hear Heath Ledger. I don't hear Jack Nicholson. I don't hear um, I don't hear Caesar. Uh, I mentioned this I, a lot too. Once I got back into comic books for this show, how the movie actors like Chris Hemsworth. That's all I heard when I read a yeah. Thor. Yes, and, and all that. And that's, uh, I think it's a really cool. I I, I really do like it. Yeah. Tony Stark is always going to be Robert Downey yeah, Jr. 100%. That's right. um, and whenever I read Deadpool, it's great hearing Ryan Reynolds' voice in my head yeah. uh, because it's it's perfect for that character. So I always hear Mark Hamill, no matter how he's drawn or anything like that. So when, right. but reading this 100 pages of just all like Mark Hamill's Joker voice in my head was just almost like therapeutic because that's actually how I'm. Now the, the the wrestling character that I came that I came up with the, the Caesar is obviously a huge take on the Joker, especially in the early days when I did it, and I based my voice on Mark Hamill, mm-hmm. and I, I I tried really hard to get my voice down, and get it down just right. And you actually did it, like that was a, that impressed me because coming in like coming in indie wrestling, I wasn't sure how to take like you at just being honest as like a fan, no, dude, I wasn't I sure just, how to take you, and yeah. then I'm like, he's really good at this yeah you really like you did you did a very good mark mark hamill like impression while keeping it original at the same time and and also keeping it like wrestling based yeah Yeah. that's been the the thing and you evolved it too you evolved it yeah yeah, have great things out of it character has definitely changed a lot but anyways so back on this comic uh there are even if like it just the stories aside Oh my god, it is so freaking cool seeing all like the the heavy hitter covers. Yes. Like you have Batman number 11, 1942 when we have the Joker on the cover with the the Cape Crusader and Robin. Um That's a good cover. Too. Oh, it's such a cool cover. And you could see kind of how he started to change later on mm-hmm. uh just uh, uh, I have in, the, in the 70s. 251. You do. I do. Yeah, uh Joker's back in town. You can see they elongated the jaw, they made his hair a little crazier, a very uh, more of a sinister look in the eyes, but you know, kept the purple and green suit. Uh, so it's it, it's all just uh, short stories, whatever. Like the first one takes place like a uh, security. Uh, it was actually a cop uh, that was one of the Joker's victims, and he's seeing a shrink, and the shrink is explaining that you know the Joker is just a man. I know he could put fear in you and anything like that, but at the end of the day, he is just a man. And this particular Joker is a little bit more of the uh, the Arkham. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, yes. the uh, the Arkham Joker with the the skin across his face, um, it's very cool artwork. Um, so you'll you'll have that, and then uh, there's another one where we uh, we introduce a character known as the Punchline. She's been in the comics for a little bit, so that's her origin. This is her origin. Yeah, and it's I loved it. I really. It's liked very it. simple. Yes, very very simple. But good God, do I hate her outfit. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm the punchline. She's been great because she's like the she's the anti Harley. She's anti Harley. She's literally yeah. like, I'm his partner. I'm nothing more. I'm not here for that. Yep. I'm here to. She's not. She's not there to to sling on that dick. And it, she, I like the character a lot. I, there's some cool ones coming out of Tinian's run, and she's one of the ones I've enjoyed so far. This one, uh, this one was really cool. This one's called Kill the Batman. This actually starts with Lois Lane, uh, in the Batcave. 
And, and uh, she's reporting uh, that we now know that Bruce Wayne is was the Batman, in fact, and that uh, you know Bruce Wayne's dead. <clears throat> the Joker killed him. So they're, uh, Gotham's doing a whole thing. They're honoring him. Superman speaking out. Uh, you know, uh, Alfred. Alfred has a nice little, nice little thing that he says. And then you have, you know, Commissioner Gordon and stuff. But then it pans to the crowd, and Joker's in the crowd. You know, in his full uh, attire with the hat, the coat, and everything. And he has a bomb strapped to him. And he's like, "Oh, just wait till I really give them something to mourn over." Um, but like everybody in the crowd is having a good time. It's more of like a celebration. They're celebrating his yeah. life. But he's doing the whole, "Why am I the only one that's sad?" Like, and then he starts realizing, "Oh my God, I have no purpose." Uh, and he's like, "What? What? What can I do?" He rips the bomb off, throws it in the garbage. He walks away. And uh, they actually uh, show Joker as uh, a worker at the DMV. <laughs> so that's where this one ends. Uh, he He's a homicidal maniac, and he needs a place to go to yeah. let his aggression out. And he's like, the only one that got me was bats. Um, and there's another one where the Joker decides he needs a change of scenery. So he goes to... Uh, uh, let's see. Where does he go? I think Guatemala. Yeah, Guatemala. <laughs> he goes with this uh, this group called the uh, the Dove Corps, where they do not kill terrorists, but like if there's hostages or anything like that, they know how to infiltrate, not shedding any blood, whatever. So Joker joins up with these guys, and he has a an, an itch weapon that he c- came up with. It's just an itching gun. Shoots you, and you're just you're super itchy. That sucks. Oof. Yeah, that so he uh, he lets every he lets everyone out. Uh, well, they they rescue everyone, whatever him and these guys, and then uh, the Joker uh, decides to just kill everyone because he's like, oh, killing is just so much fun. <laughs> um, and then uh, there's a, there's another really cool one here. I'm gonna go past it. I'm gonna go past the art this for a lot of these. Uh, from what I'm looking at, what's that? I'm like peeking at the art. Oh yeah, the art the art changes every time. There's another one where Joker is in bed with Harley Quinn, and he keeps having this reoccurring dream. Dream, and uh, I'm I'm not gonna really get into this one because this one's really cool, and I think people should read it. Uh, And it's Harley Quinn actually telling the story to uh, uh, Poison Ivy at a bar they're drinking or whatever about this dream that that he keeps having every night, and it's the reason why uh, Harley Quinn actually leaves him. Now, this one is my favorite one. It starts with uh, a little kid snapping the legs off of a cockroach and throwing it in the box. And then you have the Joker showing up. He's sitting on, like, a stoop. Joker shows up. Oh, what you doing? Uh, and the kid's like, oh, it's my birthday. You're the clown that my dad got, whatever. And uh, Joker kind of goes along with it, whatever. He realizes this kid's a little weird. <laughs> he's torturing uh, He's torturing little bugs and... Uh, He's just like, uh, oh, do you always remove small bits of animals on your birthday? And he's like, um, and then Joker's like, can I join you? So Joker's sitting there with this kid ripping legs off of bugs and stuff and dropping the bugs in this box where the bugs just don't have legs and they're kind of crawling around. And the kid explains that if you kill these bugs, you can't play with them anymore. So keep that in mind. Now, the Joker is actually asking about his dad, Sergio. Where's your dad? Whatever. My dad's not here. Well, where's the rest of the party? There isn't going to be a party because I'm weird. And uh, Joker is just like, uh, uh, let's see here. He goes, go inside, kid. Get ready. We're getting this party started. Really? Go. I'll handle the invitations. 
Now, Joker goes through, this is clearly like more of like the projects. Everything's really close together. And Joker is kicking in doors of families, uh, holding a gun at everyone, telling everyone that they're going to show up to this kid's birthday party to, to wrap up, wrap up your kids toys wrap up your uh whatever you got uh but the joker's also killing some family members and he goes on to uh He's like, it's, the panels are each family he goes to, and he's like, you will bring snacks, orange ones that pretend to be cheese, and uh, you will bring whimsical party paraphernalia. If any of it is lacking in whimsy, I will cook and eat your pets. Uh, so really cool stuff, but uh, uh, the whole party's going on. Sergio shows up, you know, the father, and he's like, what is going on here? Uh, it turns out that the father was actually one of one of the Joker's goons. Oh. He didn't show up for a job. Uh, so oh, let's see boy. here. Let's see. Uh, uh, I have a hunch where this is going. He said, everyone else got beaten up by Batman. Do you know anything about that? And the guy's like, what? No. And he goes, a Joker said, I was going to kill you. But your son told me something positively sagacious. If you kill them, you can't play with them anymore. Seriously, the kid's like a four-foot guru. Give me your hand, not the one you shoot with, and don't scream. As the Joker holds up this knife and uh, chopped off a couple of his fingers. So, just like the kid, uh, the kid cutting off the all the legs and uh, uh, different parts of these ro- uh, roaches and stuff. You can't play with them, whatever, and... Uh, yeah, Joker gets this whole party going. It's a huge party. Um, and then, uh, let's see here. Uh, the kid looks at Joker and hands him the box and says, I want you to have these. Joker said, you're tortured bugs? I am touched. I will treasure them. And I promise, I'll only kill them if they try to get out of the box. As he stares at the father. Uh, that one's really good. And then there's uh, there's other ones that are... I was expecting a, something even darker, and I got a no, little nervous. I, I actually... I, I thought that was great. I thought it was great because yeah, it perfect. showed that side of the Joker where, like, he kind of... Uh, I like that when they... they not humanize him, but they kind of have him... Uh, he's like, this kid's fucked up. He's like me, whatever. He was a little more gangster right there, uh, yeah. you know, cutting the fingers off. I was uh, I was almost expecting all of the children that came to the party to be legless and armless. <laughs> and that's what I was like, getting a little nervous. I was like, oh, man, this is going to get real dark. I like that your mind went there. Yeah, that's where I, I believe went. believe this like, guy? Jeez. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's always the ones you least expect, man. I mean, you got, uh, your cat got stuck up in that... Uh, in the wall, attic thing, whatever, because it smelled a dead body. The well, dead yeah. body you got in between the... It's, it's like... Uh, not supposed to tell anyone. It's in the Christmas you know, tree. Yeah, we're all supposed not to tell about all the fucking envelopes you have around your house. But <laughs> I can't wait to go over there someday if I'm ever invited. Oh, man. Invited. Yeah, That's finders, idea. keepers. <laughs> I'm going to get the one, like, the boat fund. <laughs> it's a big, thick envelope with, like, 20 grand in it. Joke's on you. It has a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get Greg's candy bar fund. It'll be a dollar. It'll be empty. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, there's other stories in this, uh, the Joker 80th anniversary, but I'm, I'm not going to give them all away. They're all a very fun to read. All the artwork is a delight, and I highly recommend it. This just came out, I believe, uh, a couple, weeks two weeks ago. Yeah, I'm uh, a big fan of it. So go hit up because you can actually physically walk into comic book stores yeah. now. Walk in and pick this up. It's it's 
even if you don't like the stories, which you're an idiot if you don't, the artwork is awesome, and all the variant covers inside and all the, the covers throughout the year seeing those was just, just awesome. Yeah, and I, I forgot to mention this in our news, but you have the 80th anniversary Joker to pick up. Um, a couple go. weeks ago was the 80th anniversary Catwoman, uh-huh. but also this week we have the 80th anniversary Green Lantern coming. So there's a lot of this. We're right in that time where a lot of DC's characters are hitting this 80th mark. So there's a ton of cool comics there. Plus there's just a there's a ton of new stuff actually coming out now. So it's worth going to the comic book shop. I saw a dude just with like a stack of freaking like 25 comic books <laughs> because he could. And because, you know what, get in there, give yourself something to read, why not? Like, it's great. You can still talk and chat for a minute, which is nice. Um, I went in there to grab, I went to Pulp 716 right at 11 o'clock to grab my my death metal. So it's it's definitely worth getting to a shop. Yeah, man, absolutely. But I've got uh, something a little different. Sweet. I was actually going to cover Star Trek Green Lantern crossover, and then I came across a book that actually um, a friend of the show, Colin Delaney, has told me to read over and over and over and over again, uh, and I hadn't gotten to yet. Um, and it's called Naomi. It was a DC comic. It's uh, written by Bendis. And it came what, out... What else did Bendis do? I'm Bendis so- has done... Oh, boy. He's he's responsible for Miles Morales. He's responsible for the current run of Young Justice. Um, Bendis has... And now that you put me on the spot, I'm going to forget. Brian Michael Bendis. <laughs> Brian Michael Bendis. He is... He's one of the... like. He's done Batman. Um, he's done a ton of Spider-Man stories. Spider-Man Lives. Uh, he's been all over the place. He's done a lot. Yeah, he's worked for DC, Marvel, and Image, and yeah. Oni. Well, I think Oni's um, Some of that. his, yeah, yeah. So notable works, Ultimate Spider-Man, Powers, Avengers, Daredevil, Jinx, Alias, House of M, um, Secret Invasion. This is just the Wikipedia. Spider-Woman. So he's done a bunch of stuff. Nice. Um and so he's gotten some flack for like Miles not being super super creative, but now Miles has become what he is, so yeah, you can't really right? hold it against the guy. Naomi's or Na- Na- Naomi, Naomi's great. Uh, this comic is super cool. It starts with a young girl, um, and she is talking to her friends at school, and they're all telling her about how Superman was there in her small town for 15 seconds, and she missed it. But everyone is, like, just super excited. This fight between Superman, it looks like Mongol, actually dragged out through her city. And all she's doing is going, I can't believe I missed this fight, blah, blah, blah. Like, And she's just really upset. And, and she ends up at her psychiatrist talking about this that happened. And she got to see Superman for just a second. And her psychiatrist says, you have Superman syndrome. Basically, like, you're adopted, too, and you want to feel special. Because she's she's a young African-American girl adopted by two white parents. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, like, you feel out of place. You, you, you're you not special, uh, and you want to feel special like Superman was. So it kind of goes on with this story. Um, and she hears about, she goes asking people around about Superman and this visit, and then finds out that 17 years ago, there was another superhero that there was another superhero sighting in her small town where nothing happens. And she just keeps looking at this guy, D, who is this huge villain-looking, like, muscular-covered-in-tattoos shop owner. Uh, and she starts talking to D about the superhero, and he asks her, um, asks him what day the superhero arrived. It's the same day she was adopted that this sighting happened. And she wants to know how he, how he knows and all of this. Uh, and he kicks her out of the shop. And that's the first issue. And it goes on, and she actually 
continues to hunt for this. She asks her parents. Her parents have no idea why this guy um, knows her adoption date. And just she keeps bugging like her parents. She keeps trying to go back to D. And finally she comes in and D is holding a picture of himself and another African-American woman. And she asks, are you my dad? Is that my mother? And he's like, no, that's not it. And he reveals he's a Thanagarian, which if you know um, DC lore, Thanagarian is like Hawkman. Okay. Or, and so his wife actually died in the Thanagarian Wars, and he ran away to Earth to be safe. But he has nothing to do with Naomi. He's like, I don't have anything to do with you. I'm not your parent. I'm an alien, but you're not. Uh, and then her mom shows up clearly being knowing D all of a sudden hitting him in the face with a, a bat. And it goes on to continue, and she's trying to discover about her, her current birth. Um, it turns out her father is, her adoptive father is also an alien from Ran who is fighting the Thanagarians, and he had come basically like infiltrated Earth to find the Thanagarians and fell in love. Um, still couldn't have a kid because he's an alien. So yeah, that's an issue. This multiverse <laughs> moment happens where he's actually him and the and D the Thanagarian show up at the same time, and this woman throws a baby out of it and then dives back in the portal and like while well, these people are fighting her, and that's where Naomi comes from. And it's this it's a really cool story. I'm not gonna I, like I gave a lot away, but like her her roots are really cool, and she's become a superhero since right. she has you know become special there's there's a little more it's, is it a continual run i'm sorry it's a six issue run okay. right now she yeah. is actually part of young justice now. okay so um she joined young justice justice in issue 11 or 10 i can't remember i'm reading young justice again right now um with amethyst and gem world and Ginny hex and it's great but it's also bendis so he's um put her in the here for now until season two which will be the second run um will kick off i don't know if they knew what was going to happen with the character. It was part of the Wonder Comics run that brought back Dial H, her hero back. It brought back Wonder Twins. Um, and this run launched her... It brought back Young Justice. Um, it launched her... like peep, She was super talked about afterwards. The comic book world was really shaken by her. She was an awesome character that people wanted to see more of. Um, and it's a great run. The artwork is incredible for it. It's not... It's much more of a. I'm trying to hard. It's hard to explain what the artwork even looks like, but it's very stylistic. If you've read Far Sector, um, that I've explained before on here, mm-hmm. it's it's just more. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's very realism. It's very. Oh, clean. I do like that art. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That style, they use a lot of shading and shadows, which yeah. really yeah. helps out. And it's it's a really cool comic. I liked it way more than I expected to. Um, and she's a completely original character. She's not, you know, someone getting passed down a mantle from someone else. She's a completely new character with yeah. a completely new world attached to her, um, a new Earth that hasn't ever been talked about or discovered. Um, so she brings a lot to the table with that, where there's new villains, there's new things. Um, the the origin story for the people from her Earth is very different. And I just, I really like the comic. I actually finished it in like an hour. I read all six issues and I just sat down and just, buzz through it and I because I was hooked and it was great I really really liked it I definitely highly recommend it it's Naomi uh, and then yeah she she hops over into Young Justice and um, this is a story like I it's it's she's just a great character and that's what's important I think she's not a character there to be there she's a character like that is I just really like fell in love with this character especially with everything going on right now yeah it was just a character. I was like, man, like there needs to be more of this. And she's just, she's awesome. She's got a great personality. 
she's someone I kind of hope we get a live action in like the TV shows one day. Fuck yeah, man! Who would win in a fight, Naomi or uh, Squirrel Girl? Oh, let's get nuts! No, but Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like that uh, Wonder Twins or brought. You mentioned the Wonder yeah. Twins coming back. I'm really glad that they uh, they brought them back instead of uh, uh, Brazzers. They're. <laughs> why? <laughs> you, I, I dude, I asked I asked the same thing. Why? Why is that a thing? Why is that like sibling porn and stepson stepmom stuff a thing? Well, anyway, they're part of Young Justice, so that's cool. <laughs> The Wonder Twins? Yeah. Yeah, when they're not fucking each other on xvideos.com. Jesus. That's what she looks like. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. That's really cool. I dig her a lot. It's like a box that like sucked into her body. And oh, just... my God. Who does she remind me of? She's cool. She's really cool. Yeah, she is cool. Oh, man. That's going to bug me. Something from Star Wars that reminds me of. Oh. One of the Jedis during the Clone Wars, and I can't remember. I think I know name. what you're talking about. Yeah, but yeah that's... That's everything I've got on that comic. That's awesome, man. That's a great find. It was, gr- it was way better than it. It's definitely one of the higher, like, it was definitely like a higher, what's the word I'm looking for? It was trying to be a smart comic. It definitely was like a higher art, I guess, comic. Like, okay. You know, when you talk about movies, you More talk artsy, about like. More artsy, less fartsy. Yeah. You talk like B movies and you talk about like Oscar movies, like movies specifically made for that. This comic, like felt specifically crafted towards like telling a deep story and really being something different dude just that uh that explanation right there makes me not want to read it oh you suck (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's not no it sounds cool it's not all of it's not a comic for the sake of being a comic it definitely feels like it had a purpose to it it's not super pro it's not super pro. No. It's the op- like I'm glad it was on that was on the front half and this is on the back half because it's a complete a, opposite. Who wins in a fight, Naomi or a super pro? I don't know, man. If Superman Super Pro drops that How right much line. Does this guy weigh? <laughs> he drops the right line, we're done for. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good job, dude. Good Thanks, stuff. Guys. Sorry, I got a little distracted. A little distracted. Shut up. Okay. Uh <laughs> he's trying to find Wonder Twins <laughs> porn. <laughs> oh boy. All right. It's- all right. Uh, but, yeah, that is – that's a wrap. We got some comic books reviewed. We'll be back next week, uh, of course. And, yeah, this is a nice hearty – Guys, uh, just one, one soupy thing. Soupy episode. I, yeah, go ahead. Oh, did you say soupy? Like Campbell's chicken, like full. Oh, see, when I think episode. soupy, I think, like, I've been really sweaty. Oh, and it, well, uh, yeah, that's I think part like, of it, too. I think, like – I ate some tacos and it was. Not you guys good. are both really sweaty. I'm actually like I'm, so I'm actually sweaty. dry over here for I'm a change. I'm soaked right now. <laughs> uh, for our listeners, uh, there's uh, a one thing I one little advice I could give you for this week. Uh, obviously, stay positive and everything like that. But I want you to ask your crush out. Huh. Ask out your crush. Life is short, and if she says no, politely back away, <laughs> and that's it. Don't harp on it. Don't get weird. Just ask her out. Definitely don't get weird now. Don't get weird. She no. says weird. no. That's cool. Remain friends. <laughs> but you probably fucked up the friendship for asking her out, so move on. Yeah. That was There it is. Heartfelt. Take take the jump, guys. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh very, very good, everybody. So yeah, that's a wrap for us here at the panel discussion. We'll be back next week, of course. Uh don't forget. Uh don't forget get that uh, PodCon is April 8th, or excuse me, August 8th. Getting Disney planned out next year. Yeah, dude, Throw I can't out. wait for that. It's going to be a bunch of dudes hanging out with those little cardboard cutout things, and you got your slammers, oh, and we're no, all doing bad. Did no. you, wait, did you say 
You said PogCon, right? It's digital this year. Not PogCon. <laughs> it's wait, PodCon? Yeah, yeah. Our, po- our our podcast convention. It's gonna be digital this year because oh, of everything. So. Oh man, I thought we were gonna play Pogs. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry to disappoint. Uh, panel will be up. We'll be doing our live show at four. Well, we pre-taped actually. Uh, four p.m. on that date. <laughs> uh, so. Follow us on Facebook. Get ready for that. We're really excited for PodCon this year. We got a lot of bigger. We got a lot of podcasts coming uh, to be a part of it digitally this year, of course. But uh, we're gonna really spam the internet with uh, all of our hard work. So, uh, so yeah. But uh, yeah, let's wrap it up. Uh, what's our? We got a closing? Like no, thing? we don't. Let's get nuts. Let's get nuts. <laughs> let's get nuts. <laughs> It's me, Andrew Lenz from the future, telling you that your dream is going to come true. What? No way! Yeah, you're going to have an awesome podcast called Let's Talk But No Politics, okay? And new episodes come out every Sunday on... Beyonce!